535, hit us out to Laredo About to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso No luggage in the trunk, just me and Saki Headed back down to Texas, now we serving these beans I don't know why I'm so upbeat because the Chiefs just got rolled through. Did, did they? Was it a rolling? An epic roll. Actually, it was more like a stampede because it was a Buffalo Bill that did it. Would you say it was like the Cowboys beating the Giants to become 4-1? and one? Yeah. Yeah, except on the other end of us. Welcome to the I-35 Sports Connection. It's AAA. And Mila here. One person coming off a victorious Sunday. Woo! Other person coming off of a disastrous Sunday. Yikes. Whoa. <laughs> so I guess let's let's go positive first. Why don't we talk about what now appears to look like the dominant Cowboys, a team that is still in contention for a number one seed, mm-hmm. um, a team that has only lost to the defending Super Bowl champions. Man, that has a ring to it. And a team that has pretty much in week five – basically locked up the NFC East when you look around the rest of the East you know Washington's on their backup quarterback the Giants are on their backup quarterback Philly is uh evaluating a quarterback so I mean it looks like the Cowboys have a clear path to at least win the division make the playoffs for sure but also like they're looking pretty good uh for the rest of the season but let's get into this game against the Fighting Garretts Mm -hmm. give me your take I like that we were called that. Um, so, obviously, the game went well. Uh, my major criticism would be probably don't leave Dak in if you're up by that much. That was maybe not the smartest thing to do. But then again, Dak could have been like, nah, coach, keep me in. It's my redemption game. That would be my main, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, it was two minutes left in the game. Obviously, they were trying to get one more touchdown on the board, it looked like. But, like, take Dak out. Take Zeke out. Take take your starters out. Just no no need to risk it, especially in a game where like it was really chippy. Mm-hmm. A lot of lot of pushing and shoving. A lot of arguments. Definitely. No need to risk Dak's future. Uh, you know, on a game against the meaningless Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I. Well, I guess let's let's back up there. Um, definitely happy though that Dak looked fantastic, looked in great form. He did throw a pick early on in the game, but we're just going to ignore that. Mm-hmm. But I had a really good fun fact for you. Hit him. Did you know that two thirds of the world is covered with water and the other third is covered by Trayvon Diggs? All right. First of all, how dare you? Cause that's a Lorenzo Cain joke from the world series running for the Kansas city Royals. How is dare it? you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Low Kane. No, don't think so. But let, let's talk about Diggs. Diggs! Woo! Another game, another pick. Oh my god, he's gotten five or six in the last five games, I believe. He's he's been playing ridiculous. Freaking fantastic. A pick in every single game. Just I, I mean, something that this defense was sorely missing, right? Well, you were hoping Byron mm-hmm. Jones would eventually do, but could never get the turnover. And and sneak peek to the, the Chiefs game, why that's so important. Is because like you stop a possession, you take one possession away mm-hmm. from a scoring from a scoring team, and, and that's what kills the Chiefs. You take a possession away when the with the terrible defense, they can't score anymore. So the Cowboys took multiple possessions away from the Giants, you know, mm-hmm. to really really win it. And one of them, even Anthony Brown, got into the uh, the interception market with an interception yeah. return. So like. It was it was almost contagious, right? You're you're giving the team confidence. You're giving the defense confidence. Dan Quinn has done a great job so yes, far. Yes, fantastic. Kudos to him. Oh, and this is without Tank Lawrence, mm-hmm. by the by. We don't need him. So 
Yeah, I mean, you know, he's probably played his last year in Dallas. Not saying what I'm saying. Also, I mean, we call that. But anyway, uh, anyway, so like it's without your defense being at full strength, you know, with Micah getting better every game, mm-hmm. with Randy Gregory playing his first full year, hopefully, right? So like this defense has shown tremendous improvement. Mm-hmm. Didn't miss Jalen Smith at all in this game. Actually looked like it improved uh, defensively. So I, I, I think, you know, Diggs has been playing great, but it would be foolish to think he's going to continue to get 17 interceptions this year. Oh, why would that be foolish? Did you not just hear my stat? It would not be foolish. If anything, who do we got next? I don't even know. The Patriots and Mac Jones. Mm, who? Mac Jones. <laughs> Swish my house. Um, I would predict that he's going to get another interception in that game. I think... I, I think this is where it ends. I think Belichick's going to oh, scheme it. Oh, okay. I think okay. Belichick's going to scheme it away from I'm like... I'm going to call this now. Okay. Why Why attack Trayvon? Just throw it to the guy that he's not covering. Like, I, I don't think... I, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to use utilize the tight end a lot against the Cowboys. But check the pit stop for our keys to the game. Back to this game. Keys! <laughs> keys! Back to the game. This is another game without Collins. So, in, in another game where it looks like you didn't really miss him, right? The offense was fine. Zeke got over 100 yards. Pollard got 75. Dude, thunder and lightning with those two, man. You can't get asked for any better. Dak had a lot of time to throw. So, it was another game, mm-hmm. another no Collins. And if I'm Collins, I'm going to start to worry about like, oh, snap, do you even need me at my price tag in the future? Yeah. Because like they're getting along really well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, Coop looked pretty good, too. When he was in the game, he when still he gets banged game. up. And, yeah. like, that's what's scary because, like, he gets banged up, gallops out. But Cedric Wilson showed up with that, with a pretty nice move. So, like. That's why you got to roll with this team. Take this team to the Super Bowl and win because this team will not be intact next year. Yeah, I mean, Cedric Wilson stepped up. Dalton Schultz, I mean, I don't oh, know. Yeah. He's looking great. So, even when Gall- even when uh, Cooper was out of the game, he wasn't missed very much. Just the offense kept clicking, right? Mm-hmm. So that was really great to see. I mean, Dak had over 300 yards. You almost get 200 yards rushing in this game, pretty much doing whatever you want to do against the Giants. And, I mean, the way this offense is humming, Kellen Moore is, is going to be a hot, hot, hot commodity next year. You already know my feelings on this. Why don't you tell the tell the team your your feelings on this and your conspiracy theory? It's been a while since we had a Mila conspiracy theory. I think that I want to say in one of the past episodes we did kind of go over this, but I think that there's like some backdoor agreement, little handshake deal of hey, you keep doing this offense like this, and you will be a head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. A la uh, Jason Garrett secret deal 2.0, but mm-hmm. with a much better coach. Much better. Because if there was any head coaching job he was going to take, it would have been Boise State. And why would he say no unless he had something in the back pocket? Exactly. Or maybe he just wanted to fine-tune his skills, sharpen that knife a little. Uh, either way, I think it's whatever Dak wants, Dak will get, right? So if Dak says, I want Kellen Moore, then Kellen Moore stays. Because unlike players... There is no salary cap with coaches. So whatever it takes to keep Dak happy for Jerry Jones to get one more ring before he goes, they're going to do it. Absolutely. I don't think that there's any lie detected there. 
Now let's pivot to the uh, hapless Kansas City Chiefs right now, who basically just got eliminated from a first-round bye. That's not happening. You lost to Buffalo. You lost to Baltimore. You lost to the Chargers. You lost your opportunity at a first-round bye. It's over. It, it is absolutely over five weeks in. There's no mistaking that. Can I take a moment of clarity here to just level set with somebody? Do it. All right. So... The Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and then COVID struck. The Chiefs are not doing so well, and the numbers are going down. I'm not saying, but make your own inferences there. Any whoozlebees. Numbers are going down in Texas, too, of all places. Okay, we're in a, is this COVID talk, or is this football talk? I'm just saying, there's a pattern. You're trying to blame a, a, a plague on the Chiefs, which I don't like. <laughs> I mean, if the shoe fits. If the cleat fits. Anyway, it, it's odd that the Chiefs are struggling so much because the offensive line. It's pay. odd. It's odd to you, really. It's really odd to you. Hold up, let me break this down. It's odd to you that the defense sucks so bad, and yet everybody's response to that was, "Hey, let's go sign Josh Gordon." When we got a whole defense to worry about. Oh no, but we'll outscore everybody. Okay, but where has that? Ever I will. Worked? I will get no, to this. No, I will this get is, to it. This is foolish. This is foolish on your part. Foolish mortal. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Don't get to this part. Get to it now. Fine. Fine. Let me get to the defensive part first. Okay? Okay. Do you know Do you know what's going on here? And I've, I've already talked about it. It's Spag's ego. Spag has this gigantic ego. That can only be part of it. Are you going to let me finish or are you okay, going to let okay, me finish? Okay, let fine, me finish fine, this. Fine, 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 let fine. me finish. finish I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into it. It's also why Spags always flames out everywhere he's ever coached. But here, here's the deal. It is clear to fans, to analysts, to people who don't even watch football that Juan Thornhill is better than Dan Sorensen. There is currently memes all over Twitter about how bad Dan Sorensen in his coverage. Like there's multiple plays where, where the honey badger is just throwing up his hands because he gives up because of how bad Dan is. So here's the deal. This is very similar to me to back during the Marty Schottenheimer era where you had Elvis Gerbach and Rich Gannon and Gannon was balling. But for some reason, Marty Schottenheimer put Gerbach back in. You know what happens? Gannon goes off to win in Super Bowl with a Chiefs rival and we're stuck with Gerbach and go through a, uh, a Chiefs downturn until Dick Vermeule comes. This is the same situation. You've got a coach that doesn't want to get out of his way that's keeping Sorenston in instead of putting the better player, the better pass coverage player in Thornhill, the actual person with hands in. Like, that's what's, that's what's so baffling. All right. So all of that aside, as a head coach, you don't come in and change that? You don't see that? You don't come to that? What, it takes three losses in a row? This is where Andy Reid or Veach need to step in. Veach either... And- TikTok. Yeah, it is that TikTok. Should happen two times. This you needs to know. happen now. This needs to happen during the meetings today. Vichy needs to go, hey, I didn't draft this guy high for him to sit on the bench. Right. Or any Reed needs to say something. You know what else they need to say? Enough is enough. Well, there's also another position. Now, Chris Jones didn't play, but do you know where Josh Allen destroyed the Chiefs during this game? It ain't the right. It ain't the left. It's the center. Yeah, the middle. He ran all up and down the gut of the Kansas City Chiefs defense. And so this whole Chris Jones experiment at the end, it needs to end because there's no pressure up the middle without Chris Jones. 
There is zero. The Chiefs are getting no pass rush up the middle. There is no pocket crumbling up the middle. In fact, you step up, you get 15 yards of nothing, but no Chiefs defenders in open grass. So when he gets back healthy, the Chris Jones D and experiment needs to end. He needs to go back up to the back up into the center of that defense to protect the defense because you got young linebackers. You've got a terrible Dan Sorensen over top. And so like the Chiefs are going to continue to get gassed if you don't change these two things. Thornhill back in the starting lineup. Chris Jones back at tackle. Get him out of DN because it hurts too much. I mean, Josh Allen had all room to run, all day to throw. I know he didn't play, but like there's a weakness in the center without that Chris Jones there. So you do that. And I'm not saying this defense all star, but I'm saying this defense is good enough to go on another run. But you don't do those things, you're screwed. Yeah. And if you love Dan Sorensen so much, you are right now have a weak. Weaker linebacker core, right? Gay's coming back. You've got a rookie in Bolton, and you've got Hitchens, who's a veteran. So, so do a couple things here. Let's get creative, Spags. Let's go. Oh God, this is going to pay me to say, but let's take a page out of the Dallas Cowboys playbook. You whoa, have. Oh, whoa, 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 well, well, well. How the turntables have turned. They're turning, but there's some good pages uh, you can get from Dan Quinn. Can I go into these pages or should I oh close yes, the book? Please, please, please. Channeling inner Dan Quinn. I have, I have so far named two things that the Chiefs need to do, right? Paging Coach Quinn. Here are, the, here are the two things they need to steal from the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, man, it has such a good ring to it. It hurts. You know what the Dallas Cowboys did when they weren't getting a pass rush and they had a rookie linebacker? Give him one of the easiest things to do for a linebacker to do. Rush the quarterback. You're not getting a pass rush on your defense. Frank Clark is being atrocious. You have Nick Bolton, who's a rookie, who you don't necessarily always want in pass coverage. Why don't you let him rush the quarterback and then do what, oh, I don't know, the Dallas Cowboys did with Neal or Curse, these quote-unquote safeties and play them as this nickel linebacker slash corner slash safety in a nickel defense so you get better pass coverage so you put Thornhill back at safety you move Dan Sorensen from his terrible safety position to this like hybrid uh, linebacker slash safety in a nickel defense and you let Bolton rush the quarterback and then you still got Hitchens in there to to provide that veteran experience at the linebacker core let's take some pages out of the Dan Quinn playbook here and actually utilize these people I'm not getting a pass rush let me utilize Nick Bolton at DN for a couple plays to get the pass rush let me move Dan Sorensen into this nickel role and then let me let me have Hitchens and Gay on the field like that's what you should do and then that way you still get to play a Thornhill and Matthew and you're actually putting out your best defense but you're not doing that you're not being creative. You're being stubborn. You're being the same freaking spags from every other stop. You start out hot, you get cocky, you get stubborn, and you refuse to change. It's only week five, too. That's that's plenty of time to have some clarity and make adjustments. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. But those are the things but I that... blame the rest of the organization. I mean, you can't let somebody take your defense for hostage like that. Yeah, this Especially is. Especially if you're, you know, Super Bowl champs most recently. You and, should make those adjustments and, and change. Have we noticed how, on like the Dallas Cowboys, let's say, you haven't heard anything from John Fossil? Mm-hmm. That's because I guarantee you, the Joneses had a conversation with Fossil going rogue. He ain't going rogue anymore. Oh, yeah. 
Like, I'm not seeing any stupid fake punts, <laughs> any stupid 75-yard field goals. Oh, like, there, a conversation was had, and it's the same conversation that needs to be had. Like, we're, we're, we're out of time. Let's, let's end the experiments of Chris Jones. Let's end the stupid Dan Sorensen thing. Not that he's a bad player. He's a very good gap fill, but he's not an every-down player because he gets exposed. There's a reason. Right. There's a reason he was a free agent last year. No one signed him, and you got him to bring him back for cheap. Like, there are reasons for this. So it's time for you to utilize your best players and win these games. Is and he on a team-friendly deal? Sorensen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you signed him for cheap over the offseason for next to nothing and for no years. Okay, that kind of makes sense then. As a backup, not as the starter when you have a better player in yeah, Thornhill. who you, Who, by the by, at some point you're going to need to make a decision on in the future. So... Maybe that, they're trying to make it work with the cheaper guy. It ain't working. I'll tell you that right now. Because like here's what here's here's also the next thing that's happening. Mahomes just played his worst game as the Kansas City Chief. Yeah. By far his Ooh, worst game. People are gonna come for you for that one. They don't want to hear the truth though. The, well, the thing is, it's not that necessarily he played bad. It's that the fact, like, look, he had two picks. And this isn't so Tom Brady is fortunate, right? That Throughout Indiana or throughout his career in New England, and even on this last postseason run, he had an awful game, uh, awful game against Green Bay, right? Where he had multiple interceptions, and he should have all intents and purposes lost that game. But he had a great defense in Tampa Bay that hung in there until he Tom Brady was ready to win the game. The Chiefs don't have a defense that will let you hang in there until you're ready to win the game at the end. That's true. He's not, he doesn't have that fortune that Tom Brady does. He's in a Peyton Manning situation in Indianapolis where I have to score 75 times every single possession or I lose. If I give up a possession without scoring, we're done. Or if I have one bad game, we're done. During Peyton Manning's tenure in Indianapolis, he didn't get to have bad games in the postseason, right? He had a bad game, it was done. He never could rely on his defense. Tom Brady could not say I'm Tom Brady's still the goat, whatever. But I'm saying like you're in a Peyton Manning build. You're not in a Tom Brady build, right? You don't have a defense to rely on. So when you give up not only one possession, but two possessions without scoring, you're screwed. Look at, look at the chiefs this year in every single game. Kansas city has played the opposing team has scored 30 points or more. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to add in, that you're playing a Buffalo team that scored 40, 43, and 35 in the last three games. You knew going in, and we told you this on the pit stop, just scoring 30 points wasn't good enough. And yet you still made no changes on defense. Yep. That's an issue for Kansas City. I'm going to get off my little rant here because this has been a heavy Kansas City, but like without these changes, you're going to continue to lose. I mean, yeah, I, that's it's the truth. Some people might not want to hear it, but that's the truth. And the good thing about the hard truth is you can come back from it, make your adjustments, and be a winning team again. Look at Zach Grinke. He took a break from baseball after playing with the Royals because like, he knew if I gave up one run, even Cy Young winning Grinke during the Royals, he was like, oh, look, I gave up one or two runs. My team doesn't have the offense to win me this game. I'm done. I can't give up any runs. I give up any runs. We lose this game. That was the mindset Grinky had every time he pitched for the Royals. That's the mindset that Mahomes has and why he tries to force it too much because if he doesn't score a touchdown, he feels as if this team's going to lose because he can't rely on that defense and it goes straight on the shoulders of Spags. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you know, at one point, I'm sure that maybe some of Mahomes' headspace is also taken up with, hey, what's Jackson up to? What is he doing? Is he embarrassing me again? I, 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 <laughs> I think, just wanted to see you get fired up. <laughs> I think Brittany's more embarrassing on Twitter, but. Oh, I don't even know what happened. I blocked her. But anyways, <laughs> this isn't the Mahomes family drama, but it's really funny to see you get riled up. I know. Anyway, anyways. Uh, like so Every little thing. This I'll, is like when people would like get mad at Jessica Simpson when she was dating Tony Romo. And they were like, she's a curse. I'm like, she's not a curse. We had a whole T.O. to be worrying about. Speaking of curses, do you think Jerry Jones finally making good with Jimmy Johnson and saying he's going in the ring, ring of honor is lifting the curse of the Dallas Cowboys? Oh. Perhaps I didn't think about this uh, this angle, but yeah. Do you think? Maybe. Do you think this is lifting the curse of the Cowboys away? Maybe. I mean, I think you know when you get older and you realize some of the wrongs you've done, you have those moments of clarity that you want to like be forgiven for things before you go. So, is it that, or you realize like, hey, I can't have a guy in the Hall of Fame that isn't even in my Ring of Honor, <laughs> which is <hilarious laughs> it's like to me. he should have been in. The How Hall does that Hall. happen? Uh. <laughs> Petty? I don't know. Definitely petty. That's like accidentally making a million dollars before you made your first thousand dollars. I don't know how that happens, but like you do it somehow. You play the lottery. <laughs> and anyway, the you got the stars starting uh, this week NHL. Yeah, we, and the NHL is coming back on ESPN too. Uh, I can't wait. Wild. Uh, ESPN actually, actually had like good NHL coverage in the past, so so that should be good. But yeah. we did a Stars preview last episode. We also did a Mavs preview last episode, so check out our last episode for that. You can find us at I-35 Sports CXN. And you better fix this team, Spags. I'm getting tired of it. Ooh. And um, you can find us for good K-State content on the Purple Pride podcast. That's where we're going to have all of our K-State updates, and you'll have to deal with our ugly mugs, but I'm going to try to wear a different K-State apparel every time, so... It's Farmageddon week! You want to tune in! I know. We we farm the better corn and wheat. We farm the better wheat, for sure. We fed one fat Magino. You remember that? Oh, my God. One Kansas farmer. It feeds 234 people or one Mark Mangino. That was one of the best signs I've ever seen in a game. I'd like to see Iowa do that shit. Iowa State can't feed no Manginos. No. But we can. You guys can produce great wrestlers. Keep doing that. Also, all this food for beef that Andy Reid's eaten, who's feeding those cows? We are. True. Very true. Um... (laughs) What was I going to say about that? Oh, yeah. I did want to also mention uh, the Red River shootout. LOL, 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 I wanted them both is- not back. <laughs> I, did, I didn't want either one of them to win, but unfortunately there had to be a winner. And I thought it was hilarious in the fashion that OU won. Anyway, uh, hit us up at I-35 Sports CXN on Twitter. We'll see you guys later. Bye.